Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, artificial intelligence has reached such a state of development that it's producing music. Apparently 15% of what's on Spotify was made by a computer, which begs the question, could AI produce, say, a better Sinatra than Frank himself? This is of particular interest to Dr. Martin Clancy, a founder member of the band in Chihuahua. He's also a researcher at the Centre for Digital Humanities in Trinity College. Good afternoon, Martin. How are you doing, Sean? I guess I would imagine the, uh, the gut instinct of a lot of musicians or people who even like music would be one of horror about this. So can you give us the kind of the other, the, the converse side of that? The, the good news. The good news, okay. yeah. Okay, well, let's say with the good news. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think the issue is, is you mentioned Frank Sinatra, um, and we always think of the high bar, like Miles Davis or Beethoven, um, and say, can AI recreate that? Well, no, thank God. Right. Mm. However... For the rest of the low-hanging fruit, which is the majority of us who work in music, that's kind of been challenged, a lot of those specialist areas. And that's the part where I think it's a good time to talk about it, and that's what my research focuses on. Right. Now, and because and, and, you were saying to me just before we came on air, a lot of the stuff that's currently on Spotify is it's kind of chill-out music and ambient music. Well, yeah. I mean, these estimates come from... I'll give you a couple of numbers. So uh, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, Spotify and then Apple Music announced that they had 100 million tracks on their streaming services. Mm. At the same time, one... AI music app called Boomi announced that they had just passed 10 million tracks that he had generated. And you just do some math there. There's hundreds of these apps yeah. generating tracks. There's 75,000 tracks put up onto Spotify every day. Um, so we've got a lot of music going on and a lot of it is AI generated. Not that that's bad or it's good, some of it sounds great, um, depending on your particular tastes. Mm. But it's just to get a sense of what's going on. And that's what I'm curious about, is to, just to consider before the advent of a Frank Sinatra sound-alike that sounds exactly like Frank, um, quite what's happening and uh, what might it mean for for me for employment, because I've yeah. always worked in music and, you know... I. Happy, hope they'd to. like to. <laughs> well, I think I might be okay. I'm coming closer to retirement. I was listening with interest to both the donkey, uh, <laughs> but the first stage too. But for others working in the area, you know, it's yeah. Now, actually, well, just to, well, let people hear what, uh, what Martin just referred to there. This is now this is made a couple of years ago. The sound quality isn't great, but apparently, I'm told that's going to improve with time. But this is an AI generated kind of Frank Sinatra. It's Christmas time and you know what that means Oh, it's hot tub time As I like the tree this year will be a time Right, so um, I, I must say I wouldn't be convinced by that. That like for for hot tub time. Hot tub. Well, no, everybody's in favour of hot tub time, but like that's Frank Sinatra was about phrasing. That fake thing wasn't as good as phrasing as as, as Sinatra was. I uh, I, I, interestingly enough, if we wanted to get into a bit of musicology, then I'm a big Frank fan. Yeah, uh, it's interesting to listen to Frank's early recordings and his later recordings. So when you, and you can really hear that distinction in phrasing. So this is early days with AI. So ah, right. okay. This is so an early Frank. It's an early Frank. <laughs> okay, but presumably if that's a couple of years old, we're at a stage now where it couldn't get better than that. Yeah, and also it's what's kind of curious about is is the where that's coming from. 
So um, there's a company called OpenAI. You, you might be aware of them. Mm-hmm. They're the folk behind ChatGTP and all of this. And about two years ago, they introduced this kind of fell below the radar system called Jukebox. And uh, I was kind of interested in this because really what occurred is that they would take all the recordings, and I just imagine like a, like a physical jukebox, mm. put all the recordings of Frank Sinatra in and leave it there and it would produce new recordings, new songs, new recordings that were in the style of that. And when I heard them, you can kind of hear it and you kind of start laughing, going, no, it doesn't sound quite right. Or like you're going, oh, the phrasing's a bit off. Yeah. But six months ago, we were looking at AI artworks going, oh, yeah, look at the hands. It's all thumbs. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, pretty good. Yeah. In fact, so that's a, that's a bit we have to be careful of is the idea that the, the, the thing that we can distinguish going, oh, you know, it's not that. Mm. Uh, that's illusionary. We need to kind of look, see the, the path of the technology and try and be ahead of it. And might it affect songwriting first before it affects actual tracks that, yeah. that are performed by AI. Yeah, exactly. So uh, for the history of music in, in AI, which has been around for a long time, that the idea of automations is, you know, you go, I started doing the research inside, Aristotle was writing about, and he wrote about a lot of things, but you think, it, yeah. but talking about the I mean, curiosity of kind of getting a harp to play itself. So this idea has been around a long time. And I don't know why, but we're curious about getting machines to make music of their own. Um, so what we now look at is a situation where all up to date, music was always based on math. So to get a machine to do what the kind of equations that uh, classical song uh, songsmiths would do, it was straightforward enough. Where it gets really weird for me, at least here, is that these machines kind of dispense with that idea of needing to learn music theory. And a company called DeepMind, who you know, um, mm. when they started using this originally, they found out the machines could be optimized by saying, I let them edit it themselves and they figure it out. And suddenly they were writing new pieces and nobody had any idea how they were doing it other than going, Jesus, that sounds pretty good. Wow. And that's kind of the, the black box um, part of where it gets curious. And of course, this applies to all creative forms. Of mm. content um it's just the music always has a special place in our hearts which we feel is somehow protected or yes. unique to us but there's a there's a knock-on effect of because it's hard enough for musicians nowadays unless you're bruce springsteen to uh, uh, to make a living from releasing music you have to gig yeah um, uh, and, and bruce has to gig too and bruce has to gig too but if you don't own if you're performing songs you don't have the rights to that's yeah. even less money yeah i mean that this is this is where, we're, okay, we're focusing on the good news. Okay? Yes, so okay. <laughs> so the, the good news is that after the positive experiences of COVID, uh, everybody realized, I think across the world, but in Ireland we could see it, that the arts were kind of screwed economically. Mm. Yeah. And the good news was that as opposed to going, Asher, ah, sure, leave it at that, the, a lot of interventions occurred. And a lot of, well, how do we fix this? Um, and that occurred in every country. It was remarkable, like, that we actually went, we care about the arts. So, and also what was revealed was quite how terrible the livelihoods are for people working in music. And this is also interesting in the sense that copyright, which is the basic of income in music, is at an all-time high. So mm. its value has never been higher. But at the same time, the people who create that content are basically trying to get by. And 
that's where the introduction of AI comes in, because there's a, a moral responsibility, I think, or an ethical responsibility. If we care, then, well, what do we, what do, we do about it? I don't have the answers, but it's a good place to start with a question. Indeed it is. Uh, a lot of those questions actually are in Martin's book, which is called Artificial Intelligence and Music Ecosystem. Uh, Martin, uh, thanks for, Billion, for coming in to us today. That was Martin Clancy. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.